happy March, happy spring, and happy new episode of I Just Read This Book, the podcast. As you are well aware, I am your host, Taylor. And like I said last month, Lauren is joining me here today to discuss Shajni Patel's The Trouble with Hating You. Um, so just like last time, Lauren has not read this book, but we're working on it. She will read a book. It will happen. She has her library card. She has an Audible account. And I have a book that I need to recommend to you. And it's like less than 200 pages. So that like, I, love. I know. So like, it's fine. We're fine. She will get there, people. She will get there. It's fine. <laughs> but regardless, I wanted Lauren's candor when it comes to The Trouble with Hating You by Sajni Patel. Um, right out of the gate, Lauren listeners, let me tell you already, this book is five stars, five. Like I knew this before I even finished it. I was like, I'm, I'm already here for it. Like, do I have to finish the book to rate it five stars? It is five stars. Mm, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I always give you like good books to talk about and you're like, I should read it. And like, do you, you know, um... have you? We're here today. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so Lauren, just like last time, I'm going to give you the summary first and then we'll talk about it. You jump in with questions, comments, concerns, and then we will just keep on keeping okay. on. Perfect. Okay. So there's two characters. Their name is Laya and Jay. They're Indian. And mm-hmm. so they are set up by their Indian parents to meet and wed. Mm-hmm. So it's an arranged marriage. Yes. Okay. Okay. Like, so stressed. Do people do those anymore? I don't know, but apparently, yeah, because this book just came out within like the last three years. Okay. So I was like, oof, part one. And then, okay, so there's my girl, Laya, which L-I-Y-A, that is like one of the most beautiful names I've ever read or seen. That's interesting. I like it. It is literally so beautiful to me. My girl, Laya, she is an independent woman that don't need no man. Like literally she said this, like I didn't just take for what she presented herself as. She was like, I'm an independent woman that don't need no man. Um, and then there's Jay. Um, he's cute, tall Indian. Um, he is full of guilt because he believes he doesn't deserve happiness. Long story Mm -hmm. short, back in the day, his dad was getting him and his brother and himself out of their burning house. Jay got out. Dad didn't. His dad died. So now he has guilt for the rest of his life. Yes. Okay. So that's Jay. But back to Laya. Like I said, she's just everything to me. She is a biochemical engineer. Whatever the hell that means. You know, like I have no clue (laughs) what that means. She's smart. She's got brains. Yeah. She is a biochemical engineer. She pays her bills. She wears thousand dollar shoes and like, she's all curvilicious. So she'd be walking around just like beautiful and tall and sexy. And she goes on a lot of dates, which in the Indian community considers bad news bears. Yes. And I was just like, stop it. Like, leave her alone. She's beautiful and successful. Like in my unpopular opinion, like her success, her success should trump who and what she's dating you know like I agree stop it okay and then when Laya was younger her Indian pastor molested her and she told her parents and her dad did not believe her he took the pastor's side and then her mom is like submissive of the dad so like she didn't say anything out loud to Laya to like let her know that she's like loved and cherished believed it was just 
so bad and I was like okay no no like her parents did not treat her like that they did not take a rapist's side over their 15 year old daughter oh but they did literally her dad hates her like he is and I hate him like he mm -mm, I don't know what sort of muju that pastor has on this community but the dad was just so mean um so after Laya's assault, she started having sex with some, but not all men, which kind of equals all men started rumors about her being easy. Mm. And I was like, stop. Like she already got to deal with her dad. And they're in India right now. Like, No, they're, they're actually in Texas. Oh, they, this, this book actually takes place of them living in the U.S. Yes. State. Okay. In Texas. Okay. Yes. Where you can do what you want. Exactly. Thank the you. land of the free. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I was just like, first, she's been raped, molested. Yeah. And now, or second, she um, doesn't have any support from her family. Yeah, that's really sad. That's so sad. And three, she like tries to like take her body back. And these mofos, like, still can't, like, just let her live, you know? Yeah. So, side note, on the last episode, I said this was going to be rated explicit because, like I said, I'm going in. If you haven't already noticed, like, I'm ready. I'm hot. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, <laughs> so, are you still with me? You yeah. got me? Mm-hmm. Jay. I think I've caught up pretty well so Jay, far. Yeah. Jay is pretty much perfect. Laya was assaulted and just like trying to keep her head down, but look forward into the future. She has really good girlfriends. Um, yeah. So Jay ends up working at Laya's job. They spend time together. They begin to enjoy spending time together. But Laya is like, so I'm just like paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, we can't. And Jay is like, yes, we can. And Laya says, but people will talk about me and then you and then your mom and we can't. I can't do that to you and them. Like, they're so good. And Jay's like, you're good. And she's like, because no one has told her that she's good. Everyone just shits on her. So then she's like, oh, thank you so much, BT Dub. My rapist is the pastor of our church. (laughs) And he's like, gulp? Because that's a big not accusation so much but like a reveal yeah he's just like oh wait give me a minute and I was low-key mad at her he was like wait give me a minute and she was like you don't believe me and ran away he was like I just did a minute so it was just a lot because she probably felt she was sharing a lot and yeah you know that response time is like yeah it's very crucial Mm -hmm. yeah okay so what else do you need to know do you have any questions so far where are you at mentally we're just ready to see what the rest of the story gives mm-hmm. let's let's keep diving okay so as you know since it's a romance Laya and Jay do live happily ever after okay and obviously I was so happy for she him them but I could not help the questions that came up for me while reading because unfortunately this stuff happens in the real world and like as women we are like conditioned to like not enjoy sex not Mm -hmm. talk about enjoying sex and but men can Mm -hmm. so I was like (laughs) 
let's talk about it yeah um so this was obviously well not obviously but this was a book about the Indian community and their religion but I didn't feel like the book was unrelatable because like I said it's about sex and women and how we're shamed for liking it enjoying it pursuing it on our own terms yeah regardless of the I agree like it's a huge deal across the board I literally hate that hence why this episode is rated explicit hence why this book is on I just read this book Mm -hmm. the podcast so I'll start I have like a list of questions um but before I get into those questions do you need anything else from the story well, I think I have a feeling things will come out from the store. They end up happy together. Mm-hmm. I need to know if this pastor gets sold out. So this book, I, right now, there's only two books. I honestly hope there's a third. But right now, the first book is about Jay and Lila. And then the second book is about her friend, Preeti. Okay. Is that her name? That's such a pretty name. Okay, whatever. The second book is about her friend Preeti. And she was dating a Black dude. Okay. And apparently, they had a problem with that. And I was like, what? One, it is 2022. Two, who cares? Love is love is love. Like I yes. love, I genuinely love love. Same. Like obviously like bad relationships. I don't love that love, but like healthy, yeah. beautiful, non-toxic. Oh my God. You just took the words out of my mouth. I literally, non-toxic. That's what we're striving for. Like, we love that. Like, who cares what they look like? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I was yeah. so heated. But that's in book two. I don't need to talk about it. All that you need to know is um, love is love is love. And stop judging people by what they look. Honestly, like, seriously, don't judge people by what they by how they look. All that matters is how they treat you and people. Like, okay. real talk. Yep. Anyway, so you said you want to know about the pastor. So, Laya told Jay... Jay is an attorney and he was like, there ain't no statutes of limitations in Texas. So we're going to get them. Did I get him? Not as well as I wanted them like to get him. He was like, we're going to get them. And then the book ended and they moved to Dallas. Damn. And I was like, um, I need some jail cells. I need some behind bars. I want to see the trial, but we don't get Did that. they get the dad to act right? No. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it was like this big reveal with the pastor, Jay, Lila, Jay's mom, I think his brother was there and Lila's parents. And Lila was just like, oh my God, this happened to me. And then the pastor's like, she's a liar. And her dad was like, yeah, she is. And then her mom was like, no, she's not. And he was like, what you say, wife? And then Jay's mom was like, she said, Lila is not a liar. And you suck too. <laughs> so okay, like, so they had like a come to Jesus moment. Well, yeah, it's just weird in different. I feel it's feel. I feel like it's the same anywhere. Like in different relationships, um, either husband and wife are equal. Yes. Like mentally, financially, just like with love and respect, they're either equal or they're not. And if they're not sometimes the woman is less than so um jay's mom came and like spoke for her see she stood up for her yeah which is what she needed because she's like starting to get out of the umbrella of her domestic abuse that she's been under her entire life 
I'm pretty sure her parents were arranged. No, I think, well, because here's the thing with like, um, I know a lot of Middle Eastern marriages are arranged. Yeah. Even a lot of Asian culture. Yeah. Um, they get arranged. And so you really just don't have a choice. It's all about status mm-hmm. and money and, mm-hmm. you know, social class. Mm-hmm. And that's what's upsetting. It, it can be because in the book, granted, I don't know a lot of Indians who have gone through an arranged marriages and stuff, but in the book, and I'm assuming it like portrayed a little into life. Like in the book, I forget. I forget if it was like the parents or one of Laya's girlfriends, but we're just going to say it was Laya's girlfriends. One of Laya's girlfriends was like, yeah, we didn't really like each other at first, but now we're in love and planning a wedding, da, da, da. And I was like, oh, congrats. Like, that's freaking great. I don't know how they got there, but like, well, how can you literally not be attracted to someone? Yeah. And be attracted? It's, it's fine. But like, I'm assuming it works sometimes I actually know one person who I went to uh college with and obviously uh they don't live in the states anymore but they graduated you know and they kind of went back to a very standard set of life in India Mm -hmm. and definitely you know went into an arranged marriage Mm -hmm. and they seem happy yeah um don't know (laughs) if I could do that um arrange I I definitely well, like the thing with the arranged marriages is that it comes from your parents, you know? It's not even about your wants. That's the thing I feel yeah. like it's upsetting. It's, it is all very like socioeconomic mm-hmm. uh, and like wealth driven. Mm-hmm. So, but again, we have to respect, you know, that is, I that do. is what they know. Yeah. I totally, I know that I wouldn't be doing that. Hey, I totally respect it. And I even more respect it when it works. Yes. But like. I don't know. Like Lyle was like, I don't want to get married. And they're like, well, here's some suitors. I was like, why aren't we listening to yes. the to the, the woman? It comes down to not giving women choices again. Um, true, true, true. Um, so speaking of arranged marriages and how we could never do that, mm-hmm. um, my mom, I'm pretty sure I can only remember one person. My mom was like, Taylor, you should date them. Da, da, da. And I was like, no. Like, I love my mom. We're just not the same people when it comes to dating and relationships. And oh, I'm just no. Like, no, thank you. No, thank you. No. Love you, but no. And I was like, maybe that was back when I was like super duper single. And I was like, maybe I should just do it. But no, I couldn't. There was just no way. <laughs> and I'm like, she already, mm-mm. like she talked to him. And he was 10 years older than me. And like, that's not horrible, but I was like, still like fairly young. Yeah. Too young to be ready to do something like yeah, that. Yeah. Like maybe that means you weren't, that means we were like early 20, yeah, like 26, 27. I'm like, why do I want to date a 30, a 40 year old? Yeah. No, we have it fun. Yeah. He's pretty much 40. Like technically he was 37, but he's pretty much 40. So like hard pass. Yeah. Not, no, thank you. Um, but yeah, just in general, like I love my mother and I obviously trust her, but like not. We with, hate we hate in the business of picking partners. Not with my um yeah, romantic. <laughs> I just could not imagine. Like, stop. Yeah. Okay, so you ready for the questions I have? Yes, of course. There's nine of them. Are you ready? I am so ready. Question number one. And I would also like for people, women, whoever listens to this to like, think about the answers yourself. 
Okay. Answer these questions yourself. But Lauren, I'm a, we're going to talk about this together. Yes. Um, it's so funny. <laughs> you're like reading them, but you're like, oh, hell no. Ooh, I know. I'm preparing you're myself. Hot. You're hot. I told you we get hot up in here. Yeah, shoulder roll. Uh-huh. Okay. So question number one, where do you think the shaming of women came from? Insecurity of men. Men's men being insecure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they just push that onto women. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think you know how the whole history of like men never wanting to be rejected. Of course, nobody wants to be rejected. Mm-hmm. Let me not sound sexist mm-hmm. on my side too. Mm-hmm. I feel like, think about it this way. If somebody rejects you and we're humans, it's nature. Mm-hmm. We automatically go negativity, mm-hmm. I feel like, mm-hmm. right? Because we- On then, ourselves. Yes, yeah. because then we start to feel, and I think we project that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So, okay, you don't want me. Well, then something's wrong with you. Ooh. You see? And I think it comes down to insecurity of those mm-hmm. who are shaming. Mm-hmm. That, and I think that women rising above and empowering themselves is threatening mm-hmm. to historically, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's the case anymore, right? but historically and in old world, I mean, yeah. everybody's cultures are different, you know, mm-hmm. and there's expectations kind of set. Yeah just based on the past but what do you think um where it came from the shaming of women mm-hmm. um i'm going to take it all the way back mm-hmm. to like religion 100% like they're like because oh my god so i grew up christian the bible says you're servant to your husband yes and i'm just like <laughs> yep <laughs> no <laughs> i agree and and I was raised very Christian as well. So I completely understand, understand where you're coming from there. I remember like, I was just never a subservient type of person and like, neither was my mom, but like, just like what we were learning within Christianity, I was just like, wait, when, when's the wife's chapters of what they have to do for us? That's what I always kind of wanted to know now that I'm older, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, um, my mom, um, how do I take, how do I, where's drop, my section? How do I uh, drop this class? I'm no longer about it. Um, side note, all the boys in the book, yes, all of them had sex before marriage. That's what I'm saying. Why is there a double standard? That's why I was like, where, where are their rumors? Why does no one care? And like, um, Laya's dad was like, I'm so sorry. She's dirty. I'm like, oh whoa 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 <coughs> what the what do you mean jay is dirty go get him Gina. well the other thing to me is like okay if men think they can have premarital sex who are they having it with if women aren't supposed to right that's oh uh, that never... is the cycle that i cannot get my mind around yeah so like okay so a man has premarital sex he's the coolest but he then tells so-and-so not to have sex with her because she had sex with him. Like, I don't, it doesn't make sense. And I don't know if I'm asking these questions because I'm a woman, like I'm not a man. I didn't get the treatment of like being able to do what I want and enjoy it um, without any for shame. So I don't know. It just really pisses me off. okay so religion and you said men being insecure which yes. whatever it's yes. it's a thing so question two what do you think what do you think 
how do you label an easy person? See, to me, it may be because of my ideas about sex and relationships Mm -hmm. and you doing what makes you happy. I actually hate the word easy. It doesn't make sense. Because if you want to make a decision to sleep with somebody every day of the week. Right. Okay. Or somebody else. Now, the word I don't like is messy. Mm. Because I think you can be successful. I Mm. think you can be healthy. I think you can be smart. And I think if you want to have a lot of sex or have a lot of partners, like Mm -hmm. that's your prerogative. Correct. Yeah. Um, I feel like easy also is a slang that people use for women who or men, sorry, let me backtrack, yeah. women or men who they also have a problem with, mm-hmm. you know, if I, if I walk down the street and I don't, you don't see when we're walking down the street and you don't call a stripper easy, mm-hmm. you don't call, I mean, people in other countries have this as professions, mm-hmm. right? Like you go to Amsterdam, mm-hmm. they're in the windows. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna call them easy. You're gonna call them making money. Okay. Like, and they're smart <clears throat> about it. They're clean. Like they're very, I mean, to me, easy is just a cop-out. I think it's just like what you said before, an insecurity. Yes. Like maybe so-and-so let you bang once, but never again. And they're like, well, she's easy. I think it's just like, you know, yeah. like I'm trying to think, I have to look within myself. Have I ever called someone easy? No. I honestly can say I really don't think I have. Like, why would I care? Now, yours. if somebody's been very messy with it, mm-hmm. I have absolutely called somebody a slut. Of course. Because to me, a slut represents more than just having sex. Mm-hmm. You like to have sex, you like to have sex. That's, right. I mean, we're humans. That's, again, part of the nature of our being. That's mm-hmm. what keeps people alive and moving. That's a necessity. <laughs> yeah I'm with I you. mean whether you you're in a culture where you you are not outwardly allowed to enjoy it mm-hmm. your partner does mm-hmm. right so that mm-hmm. shows you that in some world in some way it's expected mm-hmm. so yeah okay this is how I have always reviewed sex haven't yeah <laughs> enjoy it <laughs> like be there with so-and-so or not like who cares oh yeah but oh yeah if you are like ruining relationships then that's when I have a problem that's exactly that's why I said messy right right if you are keeping it in the lines and it's appropriate and you know you wouldn't be upset to talk about it or own it then I think that's completely healthy and normal I love that I love that yeah if you're like bragging about banging so-and-so's husband or boyfriend that's where exactly. it's coming from morals exactly. are important or if you're like going out of your way to try to bang someone's boyfriend or husband like messy you're trifling and I don't yep. like you and you are officially yep. not a part of my yep. circle um agreed but like hopefully you have people within your circle who tells you not to do that because that's not a good, good influences. Look. That's not a good look for you. That's not a good look on them. Like, like, you know. Oh, I agree completely. Like, I don't, I wouldn't want that in my circle. So I would be like, hey, like, what are we doing? Don't do anything else. <laughs> what is the reason for this? Yeah, Maybe like, do we need like some, intervention? Yeah, some therapy, some exercises. Like, do we need to go on a vacation? Like. There are much healthier ways to enjoy sex rather than with someone's husband or boyfriend. 
because I still have a boyfriend. So I dare you. <laughs> Question three. <laughs> we can talk about that for hours. Um, we're just like prepping all these hoes with to the not hands even, and everything to not even try it. Don't try it. <laughs> okay. Question number three. Do you believe negatively about a person based on hearsay? All right. So I think this is a good question because I try right. to keep an open mind of course. all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, if they tell me that person's a murderer, I'd be like, yeah, they're probably bad. Yeah. But like, you know, if that person has drama and I think the older we get to, like we keep our drama a little closer to our best. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a relationship with someone that I really don't enjoy, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit there and harp on it. Mm-hmm. I actually have a coworker I love and growing up her, uh, her sister-in-law, so she, they both married brothers and, uh, we, they, they get along. I would say they definitely get along, but this, the sister-in-law of my coworker and I did not get along in high school and she oh. was messy and did mm-hmm. quite a few things that just, I was upset about. And of course, you know, when you're young, you're not mm-hmm. that nice. So mm-hmm. of course I wasn't nice about right. it, <laughs> but you know, now I look back and I have no ill will towards her, okay. nothing like that. Yeah. But, you know, I think that that goes in a way of saying, I just had to keep an open mind mm-hmm. and even my coworker kept it up in mind because I'm sure, you know, the girl was like, oh, I probably don't like her or whatever it could mm-hmm. be. But we try. It's yeah. hard sometimes. I think it's also when you're protective over your friends. Yeah. And like somebody does something to your friend, mm-hmm. you become possessive. So yeah. you're like, nope, yeah. not having it. Right. And then you got to meet them and you're like, definitely not yeah. having it. Yeah. What do you think? Um, my mom, um, based on hearsay, I mean, I'll take it. I'll take the little nugget, put it in my pocket. Yeah. But save it for a rainy day. Yeah, but I won't be like, they won't be like, oh hey, my name is Kimmy. And I'll be like, yeah. Bye, Kimmy. But I'm gonna have an eyebrow raise. Yeah, I'm gonna just keep one eye open around Kimmy. Yes. And then like nine times out of ten, she will show her true self. Absolutely. If it's true, it's true. If it's not, it's not um yeah I just just let people be who they are and I will also I'm a very big vibey person oh 100% if it feels off yeah it is off yeah like trust your gut of course like I'm a very 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 big vibey person Mm -hmm. so like if I met Kimmy and like just her aura was not not you feel it you can't ignore that then I'd be like hey Kimmy I'm just on the opposite side of the table now. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you just gotta protect yourself and yep. your aura. Like it's fine. Uh, like, and I'm not even like shitting on Kimmy. Just like our auras don't match. So, mm-hmm. like, she has other matching auras. Oh yeah, which is fine for her. Oh, but yeah. like me, ours, she and I we will sit on opposite sides of the table and like no big deal we'll still go out have fun with everyone else but like we just will not try to mesh and I find that to be completely fine all right so oh I'm ready for this next one (laughs) I'm ready let's do it all right you ready yep do you judge okay question number four do you judge I do not judge all right. I have opinions. I have observations. That okay. does not mean that I get judgmental. All right. Because I feel like for me, I'm going to do my thing, whether you agree with it or not. True. And you might have your opinions mm-hmm. or I might have my opinions. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not going to let that guide and then persuade other people to treat you a certain way. What do you think? 
I judge. That's okay. <laughs> okay, and you say you don't judge. I was talking about this with Nicholas. Like, what you just said was judging. <laughs> How? Because, okay, in my unpopular opinion, like, do I judge? Yes. <laughs> but I'm not, like, just walking around judging people, you know? Like, you know, sometimes we'll be talking, just be, like, talking about the most... Yes craziest shit I'd be like don't judge me and then then you hear it and you'd be like I'm judging but I if you recall any of our conversations you could literally tell me you have done the worst thing in the world yeah and I don't look at you really any differently no no that's judging yeah I know right yeah but like okay so like you know god bless you know me as a person so like you know no matter what I do or what I say sometimes it's just out the ass and you but you're never like oh Taylor's a whole nother person I don't know this person right you're just like I'm judging you that was fucked up you shouldn't have but you did so I'm laughing and I'm judging like I guess for me like what is the definition of judging mm -hmm. right because I feel like okay I feel like when you judge some it's such a weird word Mm because I'm like but isn't that keeping people accountable yeah but I feel like I want to look I'm gonna look at the definition of judgmental right meow because I am like this question has got me stressing (laughs) which is the entire premise of this podcast it gets you thinking gets you Ah, flowing okay tell me having or displaying an excessively critical point of view oh that's aggressive So do you judge? If you say that someone is judgmental, you are critical of them because they form opinions of other people in situations very quickly mm. when it would be better for them to wait until they know more about the person or the situation. Mm. Okay, so I just feel like, okay, judge is like now a slang word. Word. An example, exactly. That's mm. why I was like, what are we actually saying? Mm-hmm. An example of a judgmental person is someone who chooses friends, perhaps based on appearances mm. of or relating to judgment, inclined to pass judgment, critical. Mm. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm critical. Like, I'll just listen to the story. Mm. I'm listening. Sorry, sorry. No, go, no, ahead. go ahead. Say what you're going to say. Well, I will just listen to the story being presented to me and I'd be like, huh. <laughs> like, I don't either, it, op- it either opens my mind or I'm like, that's all you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like I'm not judging it either way but I'm just like that I'm judging (laughs) so okay but I think that's just being observant yeah like you don't look at somebody walking down the street and you're like yeah no I'm not ever gonna talk to them right no or like okay let's just go there Mm -hmm. that'd be like that would be like a a very attractive person perhaps like not want to become friends with somebody who's not attractive Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that's I mean that's that's what this is saying I okay I get that okay do you know who Luke Combs is yeah um love he- Luke Combs <laughs> and Leon Bridges you gotta hear that song they have a really good cross song out oh I love Leon Bridges there's a bug yeah. on my wall beyond is the name of that song oh I love that song yes they do a duo of do it, they? And it's really really good that's the song I said that's me and Nicholas's song Aww. ah your judgment of others typically elevates yourself it's a defense mechanism oh, they say it dropped okay um okay so I love how this question has expanded um okay I'm with you it's fine I don't know just talking I don't know <laughs> 
Now you done got me questioning everything. Do I judge? I don't. Not um the word, not the scientific word, but the slang word. The yes. Slang. Okay, now I got you. Now I got you. <laughs> the slang. I was word, like, yes. I guess for me, I just hear judgy mm-hmm. or like, and I'm like, okay, that means that they're gonna change their behaviors to me because of something that I have said or done. Well, like I just hate when people are like, I don't judge, and I'm like, yes, you do, because like I'll see people. I I understand what you're saying now because you do that'd be like me having no opinion whatsoever if you told me you did something yeah and I'm not saying like you said it's just holding you accountable like I can laugh with you while you're saying it or I can be like you shouldn't have done that like Mm -hmm, that you mm -hmm, know mm -hmm. and I'm not so much like cutting you off as a person I'm just like let's talk about where you are to have thought to do something like that you know yeah but see the thing is at the end product you're not going to act differently to me right then you're not judging oh oh, oh, oh. see so you're not judging i have a problem we choosy but we're not judgy yes (laughs) um like you said we're just opinionated and I, I think the thing that you, and you know, it's actually funny because my, I was just talking about this with somebody literally two weeks ago mm-hmm. and, uh, I was literally talking to my stepmom actually. And we were just talking about, I, I really do believe there's a difference in being opinionated and judgmental mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think it's an action. Mm-hmm. If you're judgmental, you're going to act different to me because mm-hmm. of something, your perception of me, or mm-hmm. because of what I have done, mm-hmm. right? Which yeah. sometimes is completely val- like valid, you know? Yes, but if you know that person for who they are, you know I'm getting hyped because you know what? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then it shouldn't fucking matter. Correct. But a- Correct. maybe that person doesn't know you for who they are or they had this image of you and now they're like, oh, you're not that image. So I have to leave you, whatever. It's fine. Correct. We're gonna have to move on before I yes, cry. Yes. Um, <laughs> Okay. Do you care what people think about you? I think that's a very like multi-level <laughs> people that I know right. and care about. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. People yes. that I don't know. No, exactly. And I also think that I try to think about, okay, you know, I do, I am conscious mm-hmm. of how it might affect others or look to others. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that everybody has to do to some extent. Mm-hmm. You can't just walk through life breezing around, mm-hmm. like literally doing whatever you want to do without even thinking about repercussions. Right. right. Or other people. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Do you? I'm a very empathetic person. Um, empathetic. <laughs> empathetic. What the yeah I'm a very empathetic person um do I care about what people think about me um like you said the people who I I know and I love and who I know love me yes but then again no because like I know they know me and love me and they can't they wouldn't like judge me for like certain things Mm -hmm. you know it's just something to talk about and like you know communication is key and oh lord yes in all facets um but like these bitches um running across the street right now i don't care what they think about me no it's because we haven't made that connection yeah and not yeah the connection is what it is because even if we met i'd be like i still don't care yeah (laughs) pretty much um okay 
Have you ever been shamed, woman shamed, sex shamed, body slut shamed, slut shamed? Yes, by a very toxic man. Oh. Back in college, beginning of college. Before Antonio. Before Antonio. Okay, yeah. I, I, he definitely had some substance problems. So mm. I think that was a lot of the issue. But mm-hmm. I mean, down to the point where I, it was un healthy Mm -hmm. like I hated my body Mm. I hated myself Mm. I thought I was dumb I mean Mm. every essence of the word shame was Mm -hmm. like definitely put on me and by him yes Mm. and Mm. I finally got out of it it was like six months it's terrible and um people like that are just they'll do it to anyone they Mm -hmm. don't care Mm -hmm. have you bitch am I a woman like, what do you mean? Um, have I been shamed? Yes. And I wish it was just my one person. <laughs> I'm just, that's the one that sticks out to me. Like I, when I read that question, I was like, oh God. Triggered. Let's pull it out of the woodworks. Cause I, I've done so hard to suppress that person. Yes. Um, yes. Slut shamed. Oh God. <laughs> slut, let's see. What did I list? I said slut shame, body shame, sex shame, and woman shame. Yes. <laughs> All of the above, honey. Um, Wrap it up in a bow. All of it. Yeah. Like these bitches, man. I just can't. <laughs> like, let me live my life. Never, ever in my okay once. <laughs> Outside of that, never ever in my life have I ever like went out of my way to date someone else's man. That's just not who I am. As a hold on. <laughs> Did you say besides once? <laughs> Hey, at least you're honest besides what um but like I I don't want anyone else's man yeah. it's weird um however it ain't my fault if your man doesn't tell me that he has a woman mm, then you didn't know you that didn't is help it if you didn't know not my fault and I remember and this is like so triggering and it's um I was dating this well I was dating this guy in college and he obviously had a high school girlfriend back home which is her their own fault that it was obviously doomed and what happened I forget what happened but all I know is like a friend told me that she said <laughs> to tell me that I'm a slut and I was oh, like who okay. <laughs> I was like who and then they were like it's so-and-so's girlfriend and I was like because I thought that we were like making our way into that and he like had other hoes in different area codes uh, and like I was just like wait no I'm not it, you couldn't tell her that because it was all me who did everything mm-hmm. so like hate her hate him um yeah um I don't know if I've ever been body shamed I feel like when people we've talked about this the last time when people talk about me they're talking about themselves and I'm just like just worry about you you're beautiful yes. like love it live it enjoy yes. it um sex shamed I had a whole another life before Nicholas and I had a lot of fun but apparently oh I was going to tell you about that one time but let me tell you this but apparently when you have a lot of fun as a woman men don't like that yeah and so yeah there's rumors about Taylor up in these streets and I'm like oh my god the rumor that I heard I was like I have never done that in my life like but like people believe it and I was just like hmm okay okay interesting all right um so yeah that one time um yeah I like okay let it be known (laughs) 
he like we were friends we were like friends for forever and then he came on to me and I was like don't you have a girlfriend and he was like she's my fiance and I was like okay so why are you here I just didn't get it however a lot of my friends back in the day like went out of their way to like pursue other people's men and like bragged about it thought it was the best thing so I was like okay let me try it it was the worst thing I didn't get it like there was I wasn't digmatized to Mm. do it again I was just like um I don't think I've ever this is the hoopla like yeah I didn't like it wasn't fun keeping a secret like I'm the worst at keeping secrets so like I need to be the main show I cannot be a side piece oh of course like he still to this day text me so it's not me it's not even his fiance it's him yeah it's actually him as a person like he point. has it to the shoes yep okay so yes we have been shamed but like i am not carrying that weight anymore like no. shut the fuck up sorry not sorry like i have been living my life for me and if you don't like it from what you see on the outside then that's your own fault maybe you should look and be like huh maybe i should try it I agree. Because I was living, I was enjoying myself, like STFU. Yep. Um, okay. Uh did you ever think that you were unworthy of love? Yes. <gasps> Who do I have to beat up? <laughs> the <laughs> the one. So it's weird because I honestly actually, and you'll read hear this tomorrow. Ooh. I feel like for the longest time I just did not have a great self-worth. Mm-hmm. And um I think just from past relationships and self-negativity. Mm-hmm. And then I think that when you're actually with the right person, you actually stop a lot of that. Yeah, for sure. Well, sometimes. <laughs> trauma my trauma lasted longer than yours the is her trauma and it does sometimes tend to follow (gasps) us a little bit yeah but if you put yourself in your shoes where you were Mm -hmm. a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. Um, it's a lot different do you have time hop yes oh my god that is a seven years ago my bitch ass was on pcb like drunk as a skunk just like living the life yes and that would have been oh that might have been my last spring break um let's see I just saw mine yesterday and I was like oh oof. I literally when I see those pictures videos I literally have to squint and I'm like who the hell is that oh yeah um and then I sent it to my friend who was like in the video with me I was like who are they like I don't know her at all yeah but um Yes, I will admit that I felt unworthy of love just because like no shade to my mom, but like the way I was living, she was like, you'll never find a man. And I'm like, well, why not? (laughs) And then I did not find a man. So I was like, oh, fuck. But I was like, I can't, I I literally thought about like, quote unquote, changing. And I was like, that seems like more work than not just having a man. (laughs) So I was like, I'm not going to change and just not have a man. Yeah so oops and then of course there were like some men who just made me feel like shit so yeah and I but like even when they did I was never like I don't love you anyway (laughs) like this is just for fun so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. don't get too excited you're not important um okay but yeah at that everyone is worthy of love I agree and even the shitty ones right yeah (laughs) yeah I was like aren't they yeah I think so sometimes in their own toxicity 
Yeah. You know? Mm. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, <laughs> okay, where are we? Question number eight. Did you always want to get married? Yes. Always? Yes. Even like when they were like, you got to be picking his clothes and subservient in Christian school? Yes. You were still I like, think okay. It's, I think it's like comes down. Okay. I think part of it is like, I guess what you're used to seeing growing up, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. of course now, you know, I was, like I said, an adult when my parents got divorced and it's a whole nother mm-hmm. episode, yeah. episode, <laughs> but I had a really good childhood growing up where okay. like my parents genuinely loved each other yeah. and like taught me that that is what you want in life. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, like I always wanted to get married. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know who. Okay. What about you? No. Oh, you cannot no 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 and like no <laughs> just no um and I don't know if it's like how I grew up mm-hmm. but I was just like that's all I can remember you know it's yeah. like that my like memory of that mm-hmm. I don't know um no but not if I didn't find the right person like yeah. I would not get married to the wrong person yeah. just to get married yeah okay it just always was a goal for okay. myself okay um yeah, no. And I remember. I remember Nick and I were talking one day. I think we were talking about weddings and how yeah. expensive they are. Oh, yeah. You know. And oh, yeah. Um, I was like, I don't want a wedding. I don't even want to get married. And he was like, I want to get married. And I was like, go. <laughs> so <do> I. <laughs> I no, I literally had a thing because like we were still like, what? Oh, I know. He's okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh. No. Um, I literally had to think because like we were still like oh, fairly so fresh in yeah. our relationship and like I enjoyed it and I would like could see it forever, but did mm-hmm. we have to get have a wedding and get married? In my unpopular opinion, no. So I had to like really think and like I didn't want it to be a deal breaker. So I was like, I'm not about to lose Nicholas over this one facet. So now you know I'm like, when are we getting? <laughs> Mary. quick shift quick shift in patterns. I'm like like what are we waiting on but it's fine so yeah and I honestly think I think about this all the time how Nicholas was like literally made for me like I even like dating and stuff I was like not marrying you not marrying mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. if I marry you I will take all your money in the divorce like yeah. I, was, I just knew I just knew it wasn't happening. I was either not going to be married forever or like I was either going to be in a relationship forever or not married at all. Like it was just not mm-hmm. an option. And now I'm like, hmm. Where's my ring though? I was telling Nicholas, I was like, we were watching Love is Blind. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know, wedding dress shopping. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He like, <laughs> nervous laughter. Okay. So here we are. We're at the last question. Um, did you plan, since you always wanted to get married, did you plan to wait until marriage to have sex for the first time? Hell no. <laughs> so, okay, a little bit of backstory. My mom's an OBGYN. Uh-huh. So I grew up in a house of like very open conversation about bodies mm-hmm. and bodily processes mm-hmm. and reproductive health and reproductive rights. Hey. Um, so for me, no. Yeah. I just figured I was going to do it when it was time to do it. <laughs> um, 
um well okay peep this so i grew up on disney movies Mm -hmm. so the little mermaid she met prince eric when she was 16 yeah so i was like illegal i was like i can wait till i'm 16 yep and then well i didn't um but i was like (laughs) and then like just dating and everything i was like i would have had to wait until i'm 30 Um, I told my 15 year old self girl thank god to have (laughs) sex for the first time like no shade to anyone who like decides to live that way but absolutely fucking not absolutely fucking not no 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 Mm -mm. no okay so I really wanted a man's perspective on this episode but like all the ones I asked were not forthcoming about the idea about talking about sex and relationships and okay I find that lame for a number of reasons because even though I said this episode would be rated explicit I pretty much just said the f word a lot but like outside of that we just like had normal conversations I don't feel like what we talked about was like out of the ordinary of what I could talk about with a man oh I agree so I don't know what their problem is, um, especially when it's a scientific fact that boys think about sex every seven seconds. Yeah. And we may or may not be judged for what we have said, but we know damn well they wouldn't be. So I don't know why they didn't work forthcoming about it. So I highly doubt that I'll have many more episodes after this one about sex because there are so many podcasts like about sex hosted by women like why I would just like to point out that also the best sex podcast I ever listened to was guys we fucked that that's such a good one yes the anti-slut shaming podcast by Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson I've honestly tried have tried others but in my unpopular opinion they're the best so if you need to know about sex open your mind calm your nerves listen to that one have you watched call her daddy um so listened, I, guess. I listened to call her daddy when there was two of them and i found them so annoying so they switched <laughs> i know it's just one person yeah, yeah and i heard good things about it i haven't listened to it myself but well i i've heard good things too didn't she just sign like a million dollar deal yes, or something yes. yeah yeah so honestly congrats good job sister um so yeah if you need a sex podcast um guys we fuck the anti-slut shaming mm-hmm. podcast with corinne and christina is the one don't even try to think there's anything else there ain't thank you um side note do you know if there's any sex podcasts hosted by guys i don't know i'm about to look it up now though because i'm curious you're making so much noise um okay <laughs> okay you look it up let me know what you find because i do want to like hear it i honestly hope it's not just about oh boy she was just so good it was so awesome <laughs> like i wish i hope it's like actually good and informative for like guys and women just like no different facets of how people review sex um also if you guys the listeners know any can you like dm me on instagram i just read this book appreciate it um so like i said no boys would come on but the best i could do was have nicholas write his answers yes okay so um we're just gonna go through them all i asked him where do you think the shaming of women came from he said religion yeah um what makes an easy person how do you label a person easy he said i don't label people easy that's not a term i use and that's why he's the love of my life. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
I said, do you believe negatively about a person based on hearsay? And he said, if it's from a reliable source. Fair. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, he said, I asked him if he judges. He said, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I added the mm-hmm because he literally said, mm-hmm. 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 do you care about what people think about you? And he said, yes, but less than what I used to. That's good. Very good. Um, have you ever been shamed? I was like, <laughs> I was like sex shame, body shame, man shame. He said, not that I can recall. And I'm like, no, nah, shit, man. Mm-hmm. I said, did you ever think you were unworthy of love? He said, no. Okay, that's good. I that was the so bones are good. Yes. I was like, oh, I love him so much. Um, did you always want to get married? He said, yes. Mm-hmm. And then I said, did you plan to wait until marriage to have sex for the first time? He said, no. So that was the best I could get from a man perspective. And I'll take it. I like it. I, yes, it was very good. I love him so much. Um, okay. And speaking of Nicholas, he was so close to making Jamie's dream come true and coming on the podcast. But I felt that my friend Chelsea would be a better friend. <laughs> so we got fresh meat next month. I feel like it's been a while since I've had a new guest. But like Lauren, Chelsea wants to read a book so bad, but just doesn't. <laughs> so many factors and also like lauren she is the perfect guest for next month's episode so next month thursday april 28th chelsea will join me in discussing shauna robinson's must love books all right so we are at the end of this episode we're at the end of women's history month but just like black history month we're recognizing thriving and celebrating all year every year so yes get it got it good lauren i love you thank you so much for coming back and giving your beautiful truth um obviously this is a recording in advance so when this is premiering you'll be in napa as freaking mrs antonio and lauren lawyer Stop yes. the madness. I am so excited for your wedding. Thank you. I can't, I was thinking about this today. You were like on your way over. I was like, I can't believe how far our friendship has progressed. I know. I'm so thankful for it. Dude. Like you were just like a gym person. Yeah. You Literally. Were just, you were just an attendee. Yes. In my class. Yes. And then now I'm going to your wedding. I know. I, and you got to think we've been on some trips. Yes. We've done our thing. Yes. We got more trips to go on. Yes. I love us. You're like one of my best friends. I love us. I love you. I love Antonio. I love books and recording thoughts about them. Thus, come back on Thursday, April 28th for more love. Um, all right. Bye, friends. I have to go to freaking work. (laughs) I hate my life. I forgot you had to go to work today.